It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard for a Friday podcast, a busy Friday for Brady and I, even though uh, we're kind of just, uh, you know, back on hold again. But we'll we'll let Brady get into it. Uh, yeah, well, I will save that for a, for another segment, but um, <laughs> for, the, for the first full segment. I... It's good that the news came down after we recorded on Wednesday because I was really hot on Wednesday. I'm still hot, but I've at least cooled down a little bit that I could probably process my thoughts a little better, and it's not just going to be me screaming into the void. Well, I mean, uh, the, the, the the fact that Wednesday's podcast was obsolete about 17 minutes after we released it. Like, literally, <laughs> I uploaded it, right? Uploaded I'm like, all right, let's go. We were packing up, and I said, are you, and then some expletives when I got a text saying, expect this news um, at the press conference. And then we sat here and watched the press conference. And watched- I got up and left before it was over because it was yeah. too depressing. Yeah. I, I, did, I went and got <laughs> some mall Chinese after that because they have the best Chinese food. So that's what They do have good. Food. Chinese it's food. it's the best and sorry I don't I don't even know what it's called I just know it's the one in the mall and it's the best and it's like one of two good things in the mall. <laughs> You're going to miss it when it all goes away. Oh, miss the Chinese food. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we'll let uh, we'll let Brady just cut loose because he needs this, um, and uh, I don't want him to go into the weekend too sour so we'll 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 have a little venting session when we come back and get things started on this tri-county equipment get stuck on sports friday podcast tri-county equipment is your local john deere dealer with 10 locations in southeastern michigan tri-county equipment can help you get the equipment you need from tractors to atvs from snowblowers to used equipment tri-county equipment is your one-stop shop right now tri-county equipment is offering free home delivery on select john deere models for a full list visit tri-county equipment online at tricountyequipment.com Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast from uh, what we uh, refer to as the Tri-County Equipment Studios. Yes. Um, here in Port Huron. Do you want me to just get into it, or yeah, just just go because like all right, I I, I like the raw emotion. So if you don't know, been living under a rock. Um, again, literally, we uploaded the podcast at like eleven thirty on Wednesday, and by noon, indoor contact sports were delayed until February, and uh, much to our chagrin. Now, we'll get into the dates of when everything is going on, but when other pauses happened, I was more disappointed, saddened, because, okay, I I understand, especially back in November, numbers were rising. Again, there's been no link between high school sports and the passing of the coronavirus. There There just hasn't. And so go back to November, okay, and then it's delayed a little more. And then we kind of figured that through the holidays, 
it was going to be pushed back a little more, right? Yeah, they were going to extend it. We th- That right. hit didn't surprise us right. because we knew that they wanted to discourage people traveling. They wanted to discourage people meeting in big groups. And the best way to do that was to just shut right. everybody down now, and shut everybody out. here's the thing that, that really makes me mad. 99.6. That was the rate of negative tests in the fall sports that were being tested. Between volleyball, swim and dive, and football. 99.6. You're never going to get to 100%. That's just not going to happen. And these kids are doing what they're told. And 99.6, and you still don't think it's safe enough to play basketball in these small groups when they're going to wear masks, when they're going to do what you ask them to do. And But no, you, you, you delay it again. It's delayed again. For what reason? For what reason? Division two basketball is playing in Michigan. Michigan State and Michigan have been playing for a while. Granted, Michigan just had two games postponed, but we knew that was that was part of the risk. Other basketball, and it, but it wasn't played. postponed because of Michigan players. Michigan State had a couple, only had like yeah. two or three, but that that happens. We understand that that's part of it, and you, you go with it. Like you still take precautions, and it's not going to be perfect. But if you wait until it's perfect, it's going to be twenty twenty three before we have another basketball game. So why, why 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 is it that I'm seeing Northwood play Wayne State, and I'm seeing that that they're playing on Twitter, and I'm seeing these scores, and what, because they're twenty years old and not sixteen, it's better. Because I don't understand why that's okay. Why is it that open bowling was around and just now high school bowling can get started? These are the inconsistencies that drive me crazy. And I understand the thought process like, hey, yeah, we, we you need to get the numbers down. And, again, I'm not saying one side's at fault because if you think your side or whatever politically aligned has not at least made this somewhat political, I have beachfront property for you in Nebraska to sell you. But it's it just drives me up a wall when you see th- this positive rate at point four for all these hundreds of athletes being tested. You, we got through. I think it was what ninety eight percent of football games were played this year without any problems. So tell me why that it needs to be delayed again. What are these two weeks going to accomplish that high school kids? can't play sports. And the one thing that we've talked about, but I don't think the people in charge, and if you weren't an athlete, you really don't understand it, or you're not in a family with athletes, the mental toll this is taking on these kids that have been working hard. Like I I told you yesterday, I couldn't imagine if this was my senior season as a high school kid. Looking forward to football. Stop. Start. Stop. Start. Not knowing if you're going to get to finish. And then basketball. Okay, we're getting ready conditioning underway let's go getting ready for basketball nope you have to wait nope wait a little longer wait a little longer do these things in your house because it's not like football where when you weren't going at the beginning you could go outside and you could get together and run routes it's 20 degrees outside you can't go shoot at at the park you can't get into a gym hardly anywhere so what are these kids supposed to do to get ready it just makes no sense. You can't even go out in the driveway for very long and no, not get cold. Not and, and not do it effectively. I mean, maybe you can dribble in your, if you have like an unfinished basement or something. You can make that work. But it just I don't understand. There is no reason why this should have been delayed again. What are these two weeks going to accomplish? And the MHSA 
for as much crap as I give them for certain things, they have tried to handle this in the best way possible. They are right on top of everything. They're trying to get it. They are trying to figure out a way to make this work. And it seems like every time they get it ready to go and everyone's ready, they had schedules. Teams were getting ready. It's the logistics part of this. It just seems like the people making the decisions have no idea what has to go into high school sports from a logistics perspective, from the kids' mental health perspective. All these things, it just seems like they have no idea, and it's, it doesn't even matter to them. I, it was interesting because, um, I'll be honest, I'm kind of numb about the whole thing. We've been hit with this truck so many times. Um, and and again, I, I get the the help, wanting to err on the side of let's keep our young people healthy. I get that. I'm I'm never going to say that that's an awful thing. Ohio and but, Indiana haven't stopped playing high school I know. sports. And, and and that's the other part of it is that the numbers just don't seem to show that this is where COVID is raging rampant. And and so I, I don't understand the stop. I didn't understand the first football stoppage. I would have understood if they would have played out the the three remaining weeks of football and then said, okay, we've looked at this and we're going to delay basketball for a little while. That I would have understood. Yeah, until the but, new year. But when they stopped it, the way they stopped it, that one didn't make a lot of sense to me. It just the again. Were the three weeks really going to make that much of a difference with the high school football, with the continuing shrinking number of teams? Because with each round, you lost half the teams that were playing. Um, and, and it's getting smaller and smaller. And, and that's the other thing about it is we are finishing the football season. The last two weeks right. of the football season are happening. Um, volleyball is going to finish. Swimming is going to finish. But we can't start these other sports now so it's very frustrating um but uh i saw one tweet and i and i don't uh, do the do the tweeting here in this hmm. get stuck on sports family that that's brady's area but i was looking at one and uh and somebody was out there saying that in this the mhsaa was using bullying tactics by making these schedules by, by saying, by putting these schedules in place that they were somehow trying to bully the government into allowing them to play. And I didn't get that either. What, they're they're, just, they're looking at the dates that the government is saying and trying to be prepared for when the, that date comes. What? They're saying that they're saying, all right, we dare you to cancel us? Yeah. Well, okay. No. Again, that sounds – I don't know who said that. I can't speak to that because I didn't see it. But, the like, again – People that don't understand athletics and don't understand all the preparation that goes in to a, even a high school sports season is far and away. Again, go, if, if you know a varsity basketball coach, if you know a varsity football coach, just ask to see what they're planned out. I've seen it before. They have it by month, by week. They have things planned out. 12 months of the year for their three or four month season. So don't act like it's like, okay, yep, it's November. Let's go get the basketballs pumped up and figure out what we're doing for practice. No, if you want to be a successful program, you have things going on year round. And to not be able to figure all this stuff out. Now, hopefully what the MHSA does and what the, the conferences do is they can just slide the schedule. Okay, instead of starting on the 22nd, it's the 1st. 
just keep all just keep the same schedule but just push it back that way you don't have to rearrange things i know gym availability might be tough um we'll get to the actual dates i know they can still start practicing on the 16th non-contact yeah okay everyone's just gonna sit for two weeks and just shoot and dribble for two weeks okay that's gonna happen anyway it just the, the but the thing that baffles yeah, me. Yeah, and when you do like you're you're doing a passing drill, do you have to stop and wipe off the ball after each exchange? <laughs> I mean, do you think anyone's going to stop these teams if they go if in a week? Because okay, you can get away for, with it for a little bit. It's like playing doing baseball practice in a gym. You can do it for a week or so, but after that, you're gonna you're gonna you can't practice without playing defense. You can't practice with all this. With all these restrictions. It, again, it screams that they don't understand sports. Well, you can shoot for a little bit. Yeah, okay. When you play a game, it's not a game of horse or around the world. You have to figure out ways to do this. And the thing that drives yeah. me insane. Yeah, we don't decide is, basketball games with a three-point right. shooting contest the or free phrase throw contest. You've, we've heard since this pandemic started is follow the science. The science says 99.6% of kids that tested over this pilot program, which was designed to give more information to make decisions about high school and high school sports, is to, to, to delay it after 99.6. That's what, 20 kids probably in the entire state? I just it drives so they they can go they're going to class they're sitting in classrooms they're doing that they can go bowling with their friends and go to a movie theater you can go to a casino but some seventeen year olds can't play shooty hoops in their gym with a mask on where you can control it yeah that's the other the other thing that that drives me crazy is and and we've said this before and we've had ads and coaches on the program, you know, that the school environment is where they can govern this better because, you know, you're you're a hockey player and you're frustrated, so you're just going to go. I'm going to Columbus and playing. I'm going to yeah. Toledo. I'm going to Fort Wayne. There, there are people that, that are talking about, all right, we'll just put together travel teams and we'll go play where they'll let us play. Yeah. And at least we'll be doing something. And, you know. And guess what? People are traveling now. Instead of staying in their own little conferences and communities, now they're going across state lines. Now they're moving further. So if they are spreading it, it's moving further. Which plus, is plus the fact, the, if it's mm. not at like a sanctioned event where somebody's controlling it, they're going to do what they want to do. Yes. They might not be wearing masks when yes. they play. Exactly. But it, again, it, this, this feels political. And again, everyone's at fault. It's not one side's better than the other. Trust me, we're not going to get into it, but I'm not absolving any side, but it just drives me insane. All right. That this is this is where we're at. 0.4% of kids tested positive, but we have to delay basketball another 2 weeks. Um do you want me to give the dates or do you want to wait yeah, to get No, back? go ahead. Let, let, let's or do, do you want to go to get it on the other side of the break? And we, no, we can really, let, let, right. the, the, talk, so, talk about so, where, where, so where we hope we're going to be. Non-contact practices can start tomorrow, January 16th. Great, can start on a Saturday. First, contact practice, quote, can start on February 1st. If you're a hockey team, how do you practice for two weeks without contact? You do an awful lot of skating and conditioning. You do. That's that's all they can do. Okay. You can shoot pucks on a goalie, I Realistically, guess. Realistically. 
Realist- it gets. I'll, I'll put it this way: it gets really boring really fast. But I'll also be honest, and and this is I've watched fewer high school practices than I have watched professional practices. Mm. There isn't much contact in a practice. No, but you need it, especially when you're starting off a season. There's less practice or contact as the year goes on, just like in football. Beginning of the year, you have to get your body ready. You know you're not body checking someone over the boards, but you got to get in the corner and, and fight for that. Realistically, let's say you start practicing January 16th. How long does it take a lot of coaches to say, screw it, we're doing one-on-one drills, screw it, we're doing drills that are with having contact? I mean, realistically, I, I don't know any coaches – no coach has said to me they're going to do this. I just know if I'm a coach, yeah, I can do non-contact stuff for a few practices, but you're telling me to fill up, okay, two-hour practice for two weeks. You're telling me to fill up 20 hours of practice with non-contact drills, and then I have three days to install a defense. How am I installing a press? How am I installing a breakout in hockey? How am I installing a power play? How am I installing a, a, uh, any sets for basketball? Explain that to me. You're you're doing it uh, in hypothetical situations without defenders. Oh yeah, and that's telling your kids where you want them to yeah. go on the floor or on the ice. Yeah, that works really well. Yeah, what's the the Mike I, Tyson? I'm co- not trying to like right. contradict. I'm just so, being the devil's advocate. I'm just telling you, what you right now. You. you can say this all you want. Non-contact practices isn't going to mean much. There's going to be schools. Well, I mean, so you you can start contact on on the first, and they said you can start playing games on the the fourth. Right. So it gives you three days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And realistically, how much contact do you want the day before a game? Like how hard – it it baffles me. The the, the idea behind this baffles me. Um, Districts for the girls – will be March 22nd, 24th, and 26th. The boys will be 23rd, 25th, and 22nd. So, or 27th, excuse me. So the girls will be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Again, boys will be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Regionals for the girls, the 29th and 31st of March. Uh, for the boys, March 30th and April 1st. So again, Monday, Wednesday, girls. Tuesday, Thursday, boys. Quarterfinals for the girls, the f- April 5th. Uh, the boys is the 6th. And then the 7th, semifinals, 8th, boys. ninth and 10th are the girls' finals and the boys' finals. So, I mean, uh, from a scheduling standpoint, um, it it looks like, and I don't know because we, we don't have new schedules, um, and I and I rue that we'll we'll get them because it seems like every time we get a schedule and we put something together, we're literally zero for three making that, that, That's when we get that. But we've got to keep doing it that way because you have to be prepared. We're make we're not making a schedule to bully anybody. We're making yeah. a schedule because we're a business and we have to and, do our job. And, and we want to know where we're going to be, and we want the people who use our service to know where we're going to be. Yes, um, but yeah. That's why I'm saying I hope the schedule is just shifted back to. Well, that's what I. That's what it sounds like the state MHSAA is going to try to do is we were supposed to start next Friday, and they're just going to do the same thing just two weeks later. So on the fourth, what was supposed to happen on the twenty second should happen. Right. Hopefully, I mean we're going to have Denny White's going to come on next week, and we're going to talk about how this affects spring sports and how pushing it back. Um, 
Because, again, we've said this since, what, November when it first happened and we thought we were going to push it back. You have about a three-week window where you can kind of just get rid of spring sports because it's miserable anyway. And maybe once every five years you have a decent spring and you play those games. So that's kind of where your cushion lies. Now they're using a lot of it. So I feel like we said this before. There can't be another delay. Well, yeah, spring sports would be in trouble again. And remember, it didn't get played at all last year. Because things shut down during March Madness. Here's the thing. There's a cutoff point at the end of the school year. You can tell seniors to go and seniors get out earlier. Yeah. You only have so much time after that before seniors, especially ones that are going to play college sports, go, bye. Not dealing with this. Yeah, I, I, you, you can extend it, I think, to the end of June. But once you hit the 4th of July, it's it's got to be done because I don't see kids playing no. in, into July. And again, I have talked to coaches about this. If parents, they, they're signed up for a travel team. Travel baseball is expensive. Travel basketball is expensive. What do you think they're going to do? Play on a high school team, or where they spent a couple thousand dollars on tournaments and equipment and jerseys and all that. What about like some schools are pay to play, and if you're a parent, are you gonna? God, yeah, that's a whole pay other to issue. to have your kid practice a couple times and then never play a game. Yeah, because it keeps getting shut down. Exactly. So th- this this I I just don't know. I'm baffled, befuddled. I don't understand this decision at all. And and I know a lot of the coaches echo the sentiment in the area. It just like, what, what do you keep telling these kids? You try to keep you like you try to keep them going. You try to keep them excited. And what what like what do you say to them after the fourth time it gets delayed? Come on, maybe next time. Like like I'm sure there are a lot of exasperated Zoom calls where they go, listen, I don't know. I'm just – I want to play as much as you do. And until we get the okay, we can't. And I feel horrible for these kids. I mean, they, they don't get a redo. It's not like in college where they were – everyone was granted a free year of eligibility. No, they're going, they're going on with their lives. Some of these kids, it's the last time they'll play football. Last time they'll play organized – real basketball last time they'll get to play baseball and i don't know this being taken away from them yeah and and again uh, we could understand it more if the results were geez every time they play a game people are getting sick right yeah it's not like we went that's not what the numbers are telling us right it's not like they tested and went oh my god 70 percent of kids are testing negative so like a third are popping positives. No, 99.6. All right. Take the break. We'll give Brady his blood pressure medication, um, which you're much too young to be taking. Uh, and then we'll continue. Last six months have aged me 50 years. <laughs> uh, think what it's done to me. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish. Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the Application for Employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, Dennis and Brady with you, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, this kind of uh, <laughs> throws a, a stick into our spokes. Um, we were planning on doing uh, some really nice um preseason previews because we were thinking a week from today we were going to be doing our first basketball game so we were like we'll we'll get uh people in here and, and we'll do a, a girls preview and a boys preview which we're still going to do at some point we're still going to do they're just, just going to get pushed i back. guess one again 
All right, I got all the negative out. Let's talk a little positive. It seems like they gain a couple days here because the districts got pushed back two weeks where the start of the season was supposed to be, what, the 22nd? And for most teams, the 25th. And it got pushed to the first, so it got pushed back only a week where they added almost a whole other week on the back end. So maybe we'll get an extra game in. Maybe each teams will get closer to 20 games. I'm just trying to look at a more positive light. Do you think they'll do it that way where they'll try to add games, or do you think they'll just try to spread out what they had a little more? I think No, I think they'll try especially to get those non-league rivalry games. I think you'll see more. I know we had um, – like Croslex, we talked about in the last podcast, Croslex Northern, Northern Marysville, Marysville Richmond. Um, you're going to see, I think, more Marine City St. Clair, like these rivalry matchups that aren't conference games. That's what I think you'll see more of. So, yeah, okay, you, you, let's try to be the positive. We have a little bit of extra time now for the season, so it's not as crammed and condensed. And maybe – Port, the Port Huron High girls can find a WNBA team to add to their schedule because that's how that's basically the level <laughs> that's they're basically at. What they're doing. They're gonna yeah. get. They're gonna call Oakland. They're, they're gonna. They're gonna call. Who, who's the big girls program? Is it UConn or? Yeah, UConn. <laughs> call them up. Challenge them. Yeah. Play them at their place. The Minnesota <laughs> Lynx to come in. Um. Yeah. So. That anyway. that was the because that was one of the things that I thought about. I thought, oh no, you know we're gonna we're gonna lose the Renaissance game. We're gonna lose the Edison game, and I'm really interested in in seeing those games and how the Big Reds stack up to that. Because I'll tell you what, uh, if if they win or win or lose, if they compete in those games, it really tells you that they have mm-hmm. a chance. Yeah. So. Maybe they can add someone else. I mean, basically, it seems like the boys and girls season are. It looks like it's the same thing pushed back two weeks. And again, really, for most teams, their first game was the 25th. I know we had some girls' games on the 22nd. Uh, Mooney played on the 23rd. Most teams started on the 25th. Gets pushed back really one week. I know it's frustrating. I know we have to figure out three more episodes of content before well, I mean I mean it's and it, and it's different all around like there 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 are different issues all around like we knew what the Mac was going to do didn't understand why they did the boys different than the girls but they did right um they and, had a and, plan and and like the BWAC you know the, the BWAC actually has it the best because it's it's an eight team league so if you play everybody twice, bang, that's 14 games right there. And in a shortened year where you're only going to play maybe 16 games, that only yeah. leaves you with – and like Croslex grabbed uh, Marysville had, and Northern. And Mooney too. And, and Mooney, and, and that's three nice non-league rivalry games plus your league games, and they had a nice schedule. Yes. And and an easy – an easier mm-hmm. schedule to do, I think. Because you're, maybe you're really, they only played some teams once. I don't know. Yeah. So, but, but but you're really in a league like that. the The bulk of your schedule is just deciding when you're playing your seven other teams at home and when you're playing them at their place. Right. A little easier to figure out than if you're a Cardinal Mooney and your league only has three other teams. Right. So you only have six games that you know are happening 
and now you're looking for six to ten more games. The nice part is, at least for them, they're, they are part of the Catholic League, so they, they can get crossovers. They, but sometimes there's a lot of travel right. involved in that. Right. And, and again, wasn't the whole point to try to knock down? Now stop it there, Dennis. You're using logic. I, I know, but I mean, it just seems like you're, you're creating more work and, and sometimes inviting situations that you didn't want. Right. So, yeah, I, I, Dennis, I don't know. I know these coaches are going to do the best they can. I know everyone's going to be in the same boat, and we do, we're not going to have asterisks next to anything. I don't like that argument when they go, well, the season's not real. Everyone's playing in the same thing. It might not be as normal as a nor- as a, any other year, but it's not like some teams are playing in certain situations and other teams aren't. So, it, I mean, if you if you want a league title in football, volleyball, you want a district, it, it counts as much as any other year, if not more because of what you had to go through. From a business perspective, this also threw a wrench at us. Yes. Um, because we were working out a way to include – skippers men's and women's basketball on get stuck on sports.com and the way our boys and girls high school schedule and the way the skippers home dates they have seven home dates for assuming they start their season on time Mm -hmm. um and they were set to start uh the first one would have been february 16th uh with a double header against oakland community college over at the field house so now we're going to get a new high school basketball schedule and it might conflict with the skipper schedule whereas Initially, it worked out. It was a perfect world mm-hmm. to combine the two, mm-hmm. and now it might not be a perfect world to combine the two, and and that would be a shame. Yep. Yep. I mean, I don't know at this point. I just like we're, we've we're going to go through the same process of filling out a schedule for like the third time, of and who's going to be where a third time. Once this all gets sorted out. Again, hopefully we can yeah, just... my arm is still tired from wrestling over the first time of who gets what game on what stream. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, Actually, it wasn't that bad. Actually, no. it was pretty easy. We whipped through that yeah. pretty quick. Yeah, but again, I hope it, it's the same schedule. I hope the MAC and the BWAC all figure out. They can really just, like, like I said, push it back a week or two weeks. Like... Whatever they were going to do, just move it back and get this thing rolling, and we'll be good to go come February Again, 1st. T- I think fourth. Uh, tougher for hockey because very few schools have their own rink. Yes. You're going through a third party there. Yeah. Um, whereas with the basketball, with the, the wrestling – with the uh, other sports here, I guess uh, bowling would have been an issue, but they're going to let them bowl. Yeah. Um, so once I didn't see any of this, just real quick, is competitive cheer a contact sport? Yes. Is it yes. under contact sports? Yes. Okay. Yes, and so that's been delayed as well because yeah, there's. I mean, you can't make a pyramid without touching one another, right? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Be impressive if you could. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Having never participated myself in competitive cheer, but I mean, I've I know what goes on. There. Basic, basic deduction would tell you, boom, yeah, there's contact. So, anyway, yeah, no, I'm mad. 
Um, again, we can, we can talk about how next week we'll talk about how this affects the spring sports. And again, it might be it might actually help them out a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, like I, like I say, the only problem with the spring sports is going to be you have a hard how end date. far into the summer can you really legitimately go with this? Um, and and the other part is after missing an entire season last year, how much can you shorten the spring season right. this year? Oh, but. Again, here's something. And is half of a season better than no season at all? You can, here's the thing you can do with spring sports. Again, we'll get into more next week. Softball more than baseball, you can double up games. You can, if you have to, maybe you play six-inning double headers in baseball. You, you cut an inning off both. You can figure out ways. Baseball and softball, you have the most creativity. Well, like softball, it's no problem to play double headers every right. single Right. I, 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 I honestly, the, the stress on a pitcher in softball, a lot different than in baseball. Baseball, your your problem isn't playing games. Your problem is pitching. Some teams just don't have enough guys to pitch where you can play doubleheaders a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be. Whereas in softball, I've seen girls pitch all day long in, right. in tournaments. They pitch four games and they've got as much stuff in the fourth game as they had in the first game yeah it's just a di- like you said it's a different stress so the, the biggest thing with spring is you kind of have a hard end date you there's no flexibility on the back end but usually what league games don't get started until after spring break most of the time which is mid-april you go what april may is your league schedule um and you can and you can still get into the gym. The good news is is baseball and softball are I think they're li- they're listed under limited contact sports. And you can kind of get away with you can play long toss, you can get the arms ready while maybe basketball keeps going on. And again, for most teams, you're going to be done before April for basketball. So, most it, schools aren't going to be able to turn the lights off in their gyms. Because you got to fit all this in, and right? That that's that's the other thing. So you're going to have kids. Well, the the gym's being used for this sport, and we can't get in until nine o'clock at night. And they're going to be conducting practices at nine o'clock at night. Yeah, on a school night. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually, at least at the, where I've experienced, like for basketball, if you have two gyms, you go three, five, and seven. Right after school, five o'clock, seven o'clock. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's what it looks like schedule wise. Again, we'll talk to someone that's much more familiar. And with that the is a good point. Schedule. Most of the newer school schools have an auxiliary gym. I now. mean, I'm just trying to think St. St. Clair has one you can practice in at least, or at least get drills done. Does Mar- I don't think Mar- Marine City has a middle school one, but I don't know if middle school kids would be using that. Yeah, I don't, connected. I don't think the high school has a second gym. I, but they're connected, so yeah. if you if you had to work it out, there's two gyms in that building. Marysville has an auxiliary gym. Port here on high has again one you an can pra- gym, one yep. you can practice, and you're not you're probably not playing. Well, it. if they're not letting fans in, you could play a game in there. That's that's fair. If you're only letting parents in, and then North does. I don't think Northern does. No, I don't think there's an ox gym at Northern. So okay, there's that extra area back behind the stands upstairs. 
Yeah, so there's there's like batting. You can do batting cages and wrestling so, mats and so things like that. I guess you kind of. I don't know if there's any hoops up there though. No, I don't think there's any hoops. Oh, you get some. Go to go to. Well, not Dick's anymore. Dunham's and buy buy a hoop and <laughs> you can have the freshman practice up there. Um, so at least the area schools, at least the the MAC schools. I I'm, don't know enough about the BWAC schools to know if they have auxiliary gyms or not. Um, have places to practice and get things done so still very congested very frustrating <clears throat> you did better though in that segment uh so it wasn't the the, the blood it, pressure meter didn't explode yes because i got it all out of my system <laughs> all right uh let's grab another uh break here and then uh, we'll be back uh, with our final segment on uh, today's friday program that's uh, a little bit different than what we had hoped it would uh be but uh wonder what news we'll get when this one is uploaded yeah maybe it'll be just kidding we're going back to the original schedule oh you know what i that wouldn't i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind Mm -hmm. and i'd still air this just so everybody could hear you rant and be angry Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit TB tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. 
Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, speaking of insanity, (laughs) a, a, a league that we have fun with in a normal year, so you can imagine... Um, the insanity going on uh, in the, uh, the the federal prospects hockey league or whatever the, the, the absolute whatever bleep they, show the they, they they call it. And again, this is not an indictment on the Prowlers as as a entity. The Prowlers do a really good job, especially w- with like basically their two people running the whole organization. Yeah. Uh, and 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 then they're also like key players on the team. Yeah. So they got to play, they got to coach, they got to do the sales, they got to do the scheduling, they got they got to do everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and actually th- they do an incredible job, but the the league on a whole, and this is kind of something that happens when your commissioner owns one of the teams. No, he doesn't anymore. He did sell. It. Oh, did he? Yes, over okay. the summer. Well, may- maybe then that will help in some areas. But um the 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 fact of the matter is is that they put out a press release. They said two teams are going to start the season oh, on February the third, the I think it is, or something like that. It's something stupid. And and they're going to play a series of three games. Which is like an exhibition. And it's, they're going to play for some cup. Some made up cup that Robbie Nichols probably kind of, it's kinda of, it's like it's the Flint Mega Bowl. Yes. This is what jumped into my mind as I read this press release that was typed in all caps with with bold type. <laughs> and, and I just, I just pictured Will Ferrell standing in front of a cannon, corn dog, going corn the Flint dog, Mega Ball, the Flint dog. Mega Ball. So Watertown and Elmira are playing for the Flint Mega Ball, or whatever they're calling it. <laughs> the New York Empire Cup. The New York Empire Cup. And yeah, the the first press release. I read because the games are supposed to be played at the end of January, made it preseason. I, I don't – is it's are these preseason games? Because it sounded like maybe now they're you know just going to be the start of the regular season. The entire thing. The title of this is Commissioner Announces Commencement to Play. So you're like, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, the, the league is opening, yes. and here are the opening dates, dates. for all yes. the teams. <clears throat> 
Commissioner Don Kernan announced today that the Federal Prospects Hockey League will commence play on Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021, with the two New York teams playing a series of games for the right to claim the New York Empire Cup, brought to you by Hilliard. With other member te- when other member teams receive clearance to compete, a more inclusive schedule shall be presented. COVID-19 has made it difficult for sports teams to compete. However, we've, we have all been watching, reading, and listening, and feel now is the time we can operate in a safe environment for two teams. We are excited to finally get started and look forward to a great season of FPHL hockey. So, it's, so they've scheduled three games. <laughs> Return to play, baby. <laughs> they've scheduled three games, and then there's no plan after, no like solid plan after that. They went, yeah, we're playing three games. With what are the other two games? I don't know. One's on Wednesday, and figure it out. It's like basically you went to all your neighbor's house and went, knock, knock, knock. Hey, Jimmy, if you want to play baseball, come to the park at noon, and then you put out an announcement. We're playing. Let's see who shows up. So. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, when things stopped last season, there there were 10 teams. Yes. Okay. Uh, Battle Creek is gone. Yes. Um, Mentor is gone. Yes. Delaware said they weren't going to play this year, but they yes. still have a team. Yes, because basically their arena is so small, they have to have it full capacity to make it work. Yeah. Which, from what I've heard, the numbers for that, like, they actually get the most like price, most money per fan or something. Bloomington was going to be a thing, but no, they're delayed, not. and they're probably going to end up being another team that already exists in the league that's going to be moving. Or doesn't exist, I don't know. Yeah, then there was another franchise that was supposed to be happening not too far from Port Huron, and they're not a thing, but they're still trying to fix that and make it a thing. Yeah. But they presented themselves as though they were a thing, even though they weren't a thing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the, <laughs> the Fed. It, I'm te- people. The teams you, if, in the South. I, for you high school sports fans that don't know a lot about the Fed, it if you've ever watched the movie Slapshot, that is closer to a documentary than fiction <laughs> with this league. So I think the teams in the South are good. Yes. So you have the, obviously Columbus, the two teams Carolina, in New York are good. Uh, Watertown, Elmira, Port um, Huron's good. Port Huron is good, but we don't like. Do we know that they can let people in? Or I do. That we don't know. No. Um, um, Dan Danbury. Danbury's good. Danbury's good. Danville, I think, is good. Danville, you think? Until is good. they get kicked out, and that's a whole other situation. Yeah, they're having issues. That aren't COVID-related right. with their arena. Yeah, so... Because um, another league is trying to get into that market, and that doesn't make sense to Yeah, me. so, but... Especially it, since yeah. more than half of that league shut down this yeah. year and said they weren't going to uh, Imagine the... But the Fed comes out, commencement to play, three games that don't mean anything that no one really cares about, but we're playing. For the Flint Mega Bowl. The New York Mega Bowl. The Empire Cup. The Robbie Nichols Cup. <laughs> Surprised it isn't called the Don Kernan Cup. The Kernan Nichols Cup. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, this was a nice distraction for 
um, what's <laughs> from the high school sports. So, so anyway, what, what we were trying to figure out, so like seven, there's seven teams. There's, there's actually seven teams that are eight, committed to play. And then mentor was like, I'm out. Yeah. So who are we missing? Though? Oh, Del. Okay, so Del- Delaware. Delaware and Battle Creek. Battle Creek just went away. Yes, and Delaware is still in the league. They but just couldn't play this hiatus, year. Which yeah. a smart business decision from someone in the Fed. Well, and uh, but that's an organization that has to make right smart because they are they do they they play in a tiny little Glacier Point like rink that if they're doing it the wrong way, they're bankrupted. Right. So anyway. Um, high school sports delayed again. I'm mad. And if you want to go ahead, re-listen to why I'm mad. I don't want to get my blood pressure up again. <laughs> and then the Fed announces a return to play, but not really. <laughs> At least I can end the uh, the show chuckling yeah. a little well, bit. Denny White on Monday. Denny White on Monday, and uh, we'll see uh, what he thinks how this affects um, baseball. Mm-hmm. And he'll play it down. But uh, at least the coaches in the state of Michigan think he's got what the uh, the the fifth, fourth or fifth, fifth best team in division in, two. In division two. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have a down year. We're not in the top three to start uh, the preseason. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dad. and and uh, several area teams are actually ranked. I don't have anybody ranked in division one, but in division two, three, and four, the area is well represented. Especially division four. That yeah, was we had three teams in the top twenty in division four. Mm-hmm. Two in division um, three. three. Yeah. One, well, yeah, Cardinal Mooney is what, number two in division? Cardinal Mooney's number two in, in four. Wow. Yeah, so and Harbor Beach and Deckerville were ranked uh, as well in the top 20. And then you had Richmond, Richmond and Algonac. Three? Richmond was three, and Algonac was 14. Wow, so BWAC's going to be tough. And then you got St. Clair at number five in division two. Mm-hmm. So some uh, some good baseball, and, uh, and uh, we'll talk to Denny White and what all of this – that's happening to winter sports. How he thinks it's going to affect the the uh, the spring uh, sports when we do our uh, our next one on uh, uh, Monday. So uh, make it through the weekend, uh, everybody, and then uh, join us for another podcast on Monday here at GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.